Good morning, I'm Anna Palmer. And I'm Jake Sherman. And welcome to The Daily Punch, brought to you by Punchbowl News. It's Thursday, July 1st, 2021. Let's get into the mix. Here are your Washington headlines of the day. Number one, Kevin McCarthy has a stark warning for his own members. Number two, the latest on earmarks. And number three, Democrats are moving closer to a budget resolution and reconciliation. Why it matters. All right, Jake, let's get into the mix here. The number one story, Kevin McCarthy warning his members about taking committee assignments from Speaker Nancy Pelosi. Yeah, this is interesting. So we know that Speaker Nancy Pelosi is... um is considering we we know that she said she's considering naming a republican to the uh january 6th select committee and that's basically to prove a point i would imagine uh, because kevin mccarthy's going to appoint his own people but nancy pelosi says she's going to use one of her slots to appoint a republican we would guess liz cheney or adam kinziger because they're the only ones who are interested in this kind of stuff so yesterday in a closed meeting in a closed um uh, Republican lunch. Kevin McCarthy said, "If if you accept a committee assignment from Pelosi, you should expect to get the rest of your committee assignments from Pelosi." Uh, that is a very stark warning. That means do not take committee assignments from Democrats. You take them from Republicans. Uh, you know, listen. That is a that's pretty strong. I, I don't. You know, McCarthy is not usually that 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 um forthright that that um that hardcore but it shows i mean that he doesn't want anyone taking committee assignments from uh democrats i will say Anna, i don't think that um i really just frankly don't think that mccarthy's going to do anything here i don't think that he's going to strip cheney or kinziger if they're appointed of their committee assignments i just think maybe it's a little bit more bark than bite yeah it's very blunt but it's also him asserting his leadership over Republicans and, frankly, of junior members to say, you know, don't forget here that I'm the one who's in charge. Uh, whether or not he actually enforces anything or, to your point, I, I, it's, it's a big leap from what he's saying in this meeting to actually taking action against members. But it, it goes to the the real kind of issue for him, which is he has bear hugged Donald Trump more than almost any other Republican because he sees him as the way to House Republicans getting the majority. And he has some of these problem members, the Liz Cheney's of the world who now are no longer in leadership and don't care really what Kevin McCarthy has to say, clearly are open to the concept of being on this committee. And You know, I think it's just going to play out this drama, but it's certainly something that we will be continuing to watch. All right, let's move on to the number two story of the day. The latest on earmarks. You know, I'm old enough to remember. You're not old enough to remember anything. You're not, you're not, you're not old. You're not old (laughs) enough to remember anything. I like that. I'll take that. We've been covering this for a long time when, but when there were earmarks and then when there weren't earmarks, now they're back. But we're members. If you got an earmark in a bill, you had to vote for it. That's right. Uh, And so now we have a bunch of examples. We're not going to bore you with all of them, but we uh, we kind of poked around yesterday to see if if members who had asked for earmarks were going to vote for the transportation bill, and they're not. So, like, earmarks are no longer a thing. Um, they're, well, they're a they thing. They're no, in the bill, but it doesn't mean that you have to vote for it. They're no longer a carrot uh, in the carrot and stick category. <laughs> Maybe they're like, you know, they're like 
salt you could do with them you could do without it it's like salt and pepper sometimes they're just like whatever uh, <laughs> but um no i mean it's a it's a market change in legislating i mean we could kind of definitively say here that if um if back in the day you're right you used to be able to if an earmark was in you would be um uh you'd have to vote for the bill. Now, you frankly don't. And um, and DeFazio said yesterday, I think we ran this in yesterday morning's newsletter, that DeFazio said, yeah, I'm going to leave it in for Republicans if they vote no. So, like, what's the incentive to vote yes? Why would you ever take a tough vote uh, if your project is going to be, if your project's going to be in no matter what? Um, so, another kind of change in legislating that we've seen in the uh, in the 2020s, I guess. Yeah, and just on that note, you guys caught up with DeFazio, uh, the chair on the Transportation Committee, uh, who's been working on this bill pretty pretty hard. Any top takeaways on that? Yeah, he, he thinks he's going to get a few Republicans to vote for a Democratic transportation bill on the floor today. Um, you know, I, I'm, I'm a little skeptical about that. Uh, and... Um, he he talked a little bit about w w how he sees the future, how he sees this going down, how he sees um, the transportation bill. I mean, to be to be fair here, DeFazio doesn't have the pen, so to speak. DeFazio is the the or longtime Oregon Democrat, who's by the way, whose state is is very hot right now, and something that he's kind of focused on in a big way. Um, he. I think if I were reading the tea leaves, I think he's a little perturbed or people around him certainly are a little perturbed that he that the Senate is driving this infrastructure um, uh, process. He said yesterday, Senate bill is fine. It's good, has good money, doesn't have any policy. Take my policy um, and put it in the bill, which is true. Anna. I mean, like this Senate bipartisan infrastructure bill, which everyone's obsessed over. And I'm, a, you know, I'm, we're, we're following it as close as anyone. It's just top lines like going from top lines to legislation is a big deal, especially when it comes to transportation policy. You know how how money is dispersed, all of that stuff. That is big stuff. You know, the details matter. And he clearly has the, the goods in terms of where he wants uh, a transportation package to go. That moves very quickly into our number three story with Democrats moving closer to a budget resolution and reconciliation. It matters because this is this dual track process that Democrats are, you know, forcing along this summer. Yeah. So we expect next week, Anna, to see um, a very big part of the budget of the reconciliation package, that fast track pass, that fast track process that um, uh, will lead to a, a bill that could get 51 that could pass the Senate with 51 votes. We expect to see the reconciliation instructions next week, a big portion of um of the bill of the package, kind of what how revenues go up and go down and how how um, spending goes up and goes down and w by which standards, by by what amount. That's big. It sounds really wonky. And frankly, it is. But that's a that's going to get a lot of attention next week in reading the uh, the tea leaves when it comes to the the president's plan to pass these, these big pieces of legislation. And I just want to flag, we had an interview uh, with Gina McCarthy, Joe Biden's National Climate Advisor yesterday. You can check it out in our Punchable News AM newsletter. Uh, and it's also on our YouTube channel. And it was really interesting to me, kind of 
sussing out what the administration's real priorities are, the non-negotiables for them in terms of both the hard infrastructure as well as the second package. Um, you know, she, you and she had a, a, a funny exchange as well, uh, where I think you uh, you offered to buy her dinner and then actually offered for me to buy her dinner if the, the they make their timeline by the end of July for these bills to go forward. Well, I was going to just put it on the Punchbowl News credit card. So it doesn't really make a difference about who we could say whoever you want is paying for the bill. But uh, but but uh, I think it's going to be a Punchbowl News expense. All right. Well, with that, well, we will see if it comes to fruition, if the administration gets its 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 uh, infrastructure package done by July. I think we are both very skeptical of that. But Gina McCarthy was pretty uh, bullish uh, that this could actually happen much faster than most people in Washington think, something we will be watching closely. With that, thanks so much for listening. Leave us a rating and review. You can also subscribe to Punchbowl News at punchbowl.news. Have a great day and stay safe.